Alright guys, we are here tonight. These guys finally let me do the intro. I've been sitting on the bench all season. We are banned in America. We got me, Shelby, Rich, Dom, and a special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I go by the name of Christian Taylor, Big 18. Big 18, honey, you know what the fuck going on. My foot of pain, you been feeling lies. She made me go inside, swimming down my leg. Don't know what to do, what to do with you. Is you trying to find yourself in my hotel room? All right, everybody. We are here with Christian Taylor, as you just heard. This is the Bend in America podcast. Um, I just wanted to make an announcement today. Um, Dom, you may have missed it because you were late. Late. But we said six o'clock. What time did you get here tonight? He definitely got here like past six. Six oh seven. Because we, yeah, it was That's crazy. Late. Yeah, it was really crazy. What do they say um, in the business world? If you're not 15 minutes earlier, you're late. late. Shelby, you live in your office, so matter. I don't want to hear that. Doesn't matter. I was on time. Your 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 opinion doesn't matter anymore. Wait, he came late time. and then he came without water. Well, first of all, I can see, I can see if you nobody late, asked man. me directly to bring water. You guys all had a free opportunity to go get water, especially you working from home. When you have a lunch, you should have taken the initiative to get water. For and you yourself, were last. Right? And for, for himself. And he was last. He was last to submit Last to submit questions as well. Mm. I needed to see what vibe you guys are trying to go with. No. Yeah, really that, that shows a lack of creativity, no, no. a lack of initiative, no, 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 a lack no, no, no. of self-care. Hey, man. Hey, I'm Christian's on your ass tonight. Christian said he's on your ass tonight. And I'm on yours, bro. So don't worry about that. Hey, light skin love over here at Bane. Pause. Pause. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> Are we bringing back the hashtag pause? Yeah, hashtag pause. That's so, right. yo, Christian, thank you for joining us today, man. man thank y'all for having How me. How you doing bro. today, bro? I'm having a really good day, actually. I was really excited about being here. Man, we, we like to hear that. We've been kind of looking forward to your interview all week. Um, man, hotel. <laughs> that shit is a banger. Right? Yo, right. I probably played that shit like 30 times already. Hey, that's, not, a, that's a good ass song. playing that motherfucker. I need all the streams I can get. I don't know if all you measure your daily streams, but if you can, about half of those is coming from me, man. It was, it was good. <laughs> thank, it was you, good. thank you for paying my bills. That <laughs> Absolutely. Is, that is important. Man, speaking of music, though, um, what's someone like, or who has been some of your biggest influences thus far? Okay, so I actually love this question. So, like, like most people that like came up like around like in my age bracket i'm like heavily influenced by wayne of course um early fallout boy panic at the disco uh kurt cobain a little bit of like marilyn manson on like the more like rock aesthetic with like the guitar like in certain songs so like even just like the way i dress like heavily influenced by like that kind of culture how long have you been uh, making music uh, I've been making music seriously for about four years now. Okay, but all together, like, how long do you think you've been interested in music or, like, wanting to get into music, even before you made, like, your first song? I feel like it's always kind of been there, because, like, you know, like, lunch table, like, niggas always freestyling and shit, like, no beat, or just, like, somebody making, like, a trash-ass beat on, like, the table or some shit. Yeah, just, just like, with the pencils. Yeah, just, like, freestyle type shit. And then it just kind of turned into, huh. I think I'm gonna book a studio session and I just did it. So what kind of got you invested into starting to make music? Like what got you hooked to where, all right, this is what I wanna do? Man, like, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, 
Nigga was going through a dry spell. Something had to change. <laughs> bro, I was getting no box out here, bro. Like, this man got creative. He was like, hmm, how do I get some more box? I'm going to make music. But Loki is working for you, right? Uh, I mean, the music is hitting. I don't really know if the box is... I'm, uh, music is going very well. It's uh. Yeah, Shelby's weird like that. He yeah. cares about your sexual life and shit. No, like I don't. That. I mean, if we go in there, <laughs> right. Shelby, knows Shelby, going there. Shelby wants to know about what your body count is. No, man. Yeah, yeah, things like that. I got to be like, how many bodies you Yo, I, 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 <laughs> I got to myself don't in don't every song, so like we can really get on that. Like, just let me know what y'all trying to do. Isn't it real raunchy, real quick? Man, you, you heard our shit before. You know we get down over here. Oh, say less. We on It's about to be the most toxic episode. It's like I fucking told you. We're about to get canceled before we even post this shit. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> so, right now, man. Twitter right now. Right? <laughs> so, right now, in 2020, just with everything kind of going on and, and you being an artist and not being able to, you know, do shows and really having to, like, get into your bag creatively because, as you know, as an artist, and me, myself, like, I'm an artist, so I, I get it. Like, getting paid off of your music is big. You know what I mean? And not only that, but like touring, being seen is detrimental for like your career. Just getting new fans, tapping into that base, traveling, going to different cities, um, merch, all, all different type of avenues that kind of increase your revenue. How have you been able to deal with, you know, being an artist, especially an upcoming artist in 2020 with the pandemic and everything that's going on? So like, with like not being able to like do shows and like be outside like that, it's kind of like forced me to be more social, like through like social media. Cause like I hate social media. I fucking hate having to post anything. Cause like it just feels too personal. And like the difference between that and like being on stage or like interacting after a show is like you're not communicating with me as a person. You're communicating with me as like an entity. So it's like it seems a lot less awkward. But with everything that's going on now, like, I have to, like, interact with my fan base on, like, a more personal level to kind of, like, have them more inclined to, like, pay attention when I drop something or, like, have them more anxious for, like, when I finally do drop my project. Right. I feel that. So, like, when you're at your shows and shit, it's, it's kind of more, it's just more natural because even though people are using their phones for social media... In the moment, they're still there, present with you. Right. So exactly. you know what I mean. Is that kind of what you're getting at? I kind of, I felt like y'all want to insinuate though. It's more or less like I'm really bad at like personal conversations, just like operating like one on one type shit. But like at a show, it's like you're there obviously to see like the performer, and like you're. It just in a way feels like they're not communicating with me as a person. They're communicating with like the experience of being there. I got it. So you've been making music for, you said seriously for about four years yeah, now. Yeah, about four years. As an artist, do you, do you stay in your comfort zone or do you force yourself to kind of experiment and get out of it? I feel like I don't have a comfort zone. Like I just be trying shit, honestly. Okay. Like I'll wake up one day and like want to make a rock song or like want to work with a band or something or try singing, even though I can't like actually sing like I still just kind of do it and then just whatever comes from that we'll just keep working on it and just like develop something out of it or even like if it doesn't turn out the way I want it to have like an idea based around that and manipulate said idea into like something that is more achievable 
So how would you describe the music that you make right now? If you could, because I know you said that you're kind of all over with the genres just because you've been influenced by like so many different things, you don't want to put yourself in a box. But how would you describe like your music? If somebody's talking about Christian Taylor, they want to listen to Christian Taylor, like how would you want them to describe you to somebody else who's never heard of The easiest way to explain that and probably like the most like real, but it's still kind of fucked up. It's kind of like how if you see a car accident, you know it's going to end bad, but like you're drawn to watch it. You want to see like how bad it's going to be. You want to see what's going to happen out of it. Because like I'm not exactly the most positive person with like the message behind my music or like anything that happens within it. So it's like basically to put it in one phrase, this isn't going to last long, but it's going to be fun. What the fuck? Right. This isn't gonna last long. Yo, Tom, but it's gonna be Tom, fun. Are we letting this nigga get this off right now? This nigga just hey. got that toxic ass shit. Hey, hey. I'm you didn't lie though. You eat air. That was the most honest shit. He that said was, he was gonna bro, do it, but god damn, bro. Right, he said that. He I'm, I'm sitting there listening. Listen, I'm like, mm-hmm. He said, oh. <laughs> I mean, this nigga said, you, you ever been in like a car accident that you just know everyone's gonna die in fucking flames? <laughs> <laughs> but you're still enticed to watch it? Yeah. Right, like you like looking at the fire. Or like, say, like, to put it in like terms of like when you're like dealing with like a breakup or some shit or anything of that nature and you get called toxic, but it's like, but you had fun. You were here for this. But you had fun, right? You enjoyed all of this. <laughs> basically, basically, for anyone wondering what the hell happens right now, this guy just basically told us he used to eat Captain Crunch growing up as a kid. Bro, hey, stop man, fucking hey, hey, No, no, hey, hey, no. Don't put that shit out there. With his hand. With his hand. Hey, why are you coming at Captain Crunch? Captain Crunch is ass, Look, and bro, he knows bro. I hate I'm it. I'm going to tell the truth. Really? Everybody that's eating Captain Crunch either is toxic or they own a pair of black Air Forces. So you used to, you used to eat Captain Crunch. Crunch. I did, but with a spoon. Now this oh, man here man, used to I, eat Captain Crunch with his hands. So Captain Crunch already tears up the inside of your mouth. This man was getting his hands cut up, eating Captain Crunch. He was squeezing don't it before ever, he ate it too. Like that was the worst like part. And then he's the kind of guy that puts the cereal in his mouth and then pours the milk in. Oh, that's oh what shit. the fuck? <laughs> that's that's, some, that's some young boy fan shit. Don't ever me <laughs> like that. Bro, oh no. I'm mad you just call him out like that. Speaking of cereal, that's what you do right tricks, in No challenge. I've never seen trick cereal like since I was honestly since kids. I was kid. It's been forever. Got, tricks are for kids. I, but I haven't actually seen it. They got rid of the shapes. That's, that's fucking weird. That's some stepdad. It's shit. just little circles now. Right. That is some stepdad shit. That's some I lost all hope type. But shit. like, did they get rid of the shapes? Yeah. Because we're older and we can't see. Because kids. Or do the kids actually see? The kids still the see different it. shapes. I think the kids still see. The it. thing is, like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to talk about this in a different podcast because Maybe. it's gonna it's gonna go into like that '90s cartoon thing, right? Yeah. But uh, are you talking about that Mandela effect? Oh, I was excited nah. about that oh, too. I'm so mad you sent me that. <laughs> But uh, I, I have a theory, man. But we'll, it's going to be for a different day because we're going to focus on Christian's interview here today. All right, uh, so on, on a different day. So, Christian, run me, down, run me down through, like, your creative process. Or run me through your creative process. All right, so we're going to do this, like, a timeline kind of thing. So I'll wake up and or check my phone after not sleeping. And I'll, like, I'll see a text from my producer. It'll be, like, check your email go to my email and all that, and he'll just send me like 10 to 15 beats. So for like the next like 
four to five hours, I'm just listening to all of them, like, figuring out which ones I want, which ones I don't, and then, like, I'll kind of just, like, come up with, like, a reference, like, kind of like recording a reference track without actually recording it, then... Uh, whenever I have my session going, I'll usually have like a hook or just like at least certain points in the verse that I want to touch on. Then I kind of just like fill in the blanks from there. Well, shit, you were there at the last session. You know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely, bro. I, I think just from watching you, bro, do your thing. Like I've been in the studio with a lot of artists, and everybody has like a different process. Like when they're actually recording, and. I think you probably have like one of the most foolproof done. I'm not gonna like give it out, like give it out like what you like how you do it or what you do, but to just like watch you work, bro. I think you literally knocked out a song in like ten minutes. Oh yeah, that was um. Bitch, I got sauce. Legit in like ten minutes, bro. And like I'm talking about, lay down the hook, lay down the verse, did the ad libs, like went through the beat and was like this, take this out, boom, 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 do this to the beat. Do this to my voice. Oh, I don't like this one. Let me go ahead and re-record it. And I was like, 10 minutes? Like, damn. It's a new record. You just and, set the And game. then he literally looked at the whole room and was like, like, it was almost like that Prince moment. Nigga was like, I'm bored. See now you got artists out there that are gonna try to come for you like oh man Christian's Christian's whack and then just like hey man I did this shit in ten minutes and I got the sauce. But no, do it in ten minutes and it was good. Damn. Do it in ten minutes and it was good, bro. It was really good in ten minutes. He just got off another one. What did he say? He said you could try die if you want to whatever Bro, that's a flex talk your shit hey man hey this is the place this is the space for you to do it so man well you asked to be here you're here man whatever Truthfully, you got for us he's like he's talking about like the last song i did but like the one right before that that deep blue scar joint he gave me the craziest fucking advice on that song for like the last it was like the last four bars of it and now i can't stop listening to that fucking song I'm not gonna lie, bro. I listened to that song. I forget who sent it to me. They're like, yo, check this out. And I was like, wait, time out. That shit turned out great. Like, it, it turned out great in the studio. And for all you artists out there, I wanna tell you one thing. When, you're, when your engineer is playing your music back, bro, turn the fucking volume down. Everything sounds great on loudspeakers. I swear, everything sounds great. You can have the most trash fucking song slash verse, sounds great on loudspeakers. Tell them to turn it down and actually listen to the song. Bro, this song sounded good with the volume turned down, volume turned up. It didn't matter. Like, the song just sounded good. You did your thing, bro. So, congratulations to you on that. I can't wait to hear the actual full project. See, I think that's coming out soon. I think maybe. You got a, a like, a soft date? A uh, soft date. Um, today's the third, right? Yeah. Let's say, is it? Yeah, it's the third. All right, yeah, let's say uh, the 18th. 18th? Okay, that's yeah, quick. Let's say the 18th. That's, see, as a newer fan, I want to I wanna ask. So you've been doing this for four years, blowing up. Clearly, everybody likes your stuff. I mean, so you're doing something right. You, got, you bust out a song called I Got the Sauce in 10 Minutes. Take us back four years ago and tell us as a new artist, when you decide to make music, what kind of struggles and challenges did you did you have? Um, trying to not sound like Uzi. Like all my beats were like just shit I ripped off YouTube, 
and like they would all be like Uzi type beats because like that's what I was listening to super heavy because that was like 2016 specifically summer 2016 um, Uzi versus the world it just came out and all I'm listening to is you was right so everything sounded like a variation of that song but like shit after I like found my own identity with like my creative process with like my lyrics and like even like the beat selection once that all became me this shit was like automatic at that point like within like the last four years i'm sitting at somewhere around 900 songs done shit man i got on itunes just to listen to your stuff i mean you had a decent catalog so pause itunes or apple music apple music bro okay I just everybody knows I'm, I'm an old I'm an old school nigga. I just you know like, it came Jesus. out when it came. I out, guess I just wanted the, the double check. ITunes. I thought he was about to ask me for a CD when he said iTunes. That's right. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure because I, I heard the iTunes and you kept going. You didn't even hesitate when you and said man, it. I'm so I was like, wow, right now, this so. man really got on iTunes. Bro, he's ripping my shit off LimeWire. This dude hey, paid nine ninety nine. I, I used to do that back in the day. You're lucky that the shit's gone now because your rent would not be paid if I was still selling music. That was the goat back in the day. Shout out. Ooh, shout out LimeWire. Shout this out LimeWire. Shout out the three computers that you ruined for me, LimeWire. Thank you. Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. LimeWire was not what ruined my computer. We don't get into it. I know it ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Pornhub for ruining Christian's hey, computer. They didn't have Pornhub. Right, oh, I'm even, sorry. It wasn't it even Pornhub, Pornhub right? It was like the sketchy porn sites. Yeah. Like Bro, the really was... sketchy ones that still didn't need a password. <laughs> yeah, them. Christian was the kid that watched uh, Pornhub on his PSP back in the day. <laughs> Bro, I'm... Bro, I'm I'm gonna be a mud this whole episode. Let's Not go. even just watch, bro. Download it <laughs> to, to my memory card, bro. I still have the memory card. <laughs> He's got that classic porn, like the VHS porn. Mm. And that reminds me, don't you ever, don't you ever disrespect me with bush porn, bro? <laughs> hey, he's been there. Some, hey, it used to be all you could get. Hey, bro, how old are you? Shit. <laughs> right. Right. I'm, so. 27. I'm still this one here right now, man. Listen, X videos is completely free. So, so I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, bro, but, but at 11, I'm not thinking about X videos. Oh, no, I'm, no, Goog- sure. I'm Googling, You're like, Googling big, pops big up. titty Latina. Bro, not only that, but we were fucking watching uh, two kids in the. Uh, oh, no. Bro, you remember that shit? Two girls, one cup, nope. kids nope. in the same I got one worse than the that. The Pain Olympics? I got one worse than that. We got one for you. We got one for you. Also, I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, OnlyFans. Everyone, make sure you use the band code. Band2021. Um, band2021 to get 15% off anyone's OnlyFans. Please type that code in. If it doesn't work, send us a DM. Uh, we'll figure it out from there. Also, you. follow my OnlyFans. And use this code, band2021, I, to get a 15% discount. Use that code, but definitely subscribe to my OnlyFans. About to be mad dick on there. Mad soapy dick. <laughs> Pause. With my own music in the background. Hashtag pause. Ain't, ain't no pause, bro. It's Soapy Dick out here. They <laughs> <laughs> not gonna pause? No, nah, no. it's my dick. Why do I pause my dick? <laughs> yeah, we're cutting that out. Okay, they, 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 they hear the class, but we're gonna leave the shit in there probably. Let's be real. Huh? Yeah, that, that gotta yeah, stay, bro. Right? I mean, you're coming to hang out with us. You guys hear music about my dick every day. Like, it's fine. <laughs> so if you're listening to it on Christian's music, you can also see it on his OnlyFans with our band in America 2021 code. Gang Just shit. enter it. Alright, anyways, kind of back to what we brought you here for. Um, if you were going to be able to collaborate with any artist right now in 2020, uh, who would your top three be? Uh, top three, living or dead or alive? Living. 
Okay, so Wayne, of course, because the fucking goat, like... Are you talking current Wayne, or like... Because if you get current Mm -hmm. Wayne on there, he's going to sound like current Wayne. I want current mixtape Wayne. Current mixtape Wayne is not... 1997 Wayne. It's not uh, Hot Boys bro, or I anything like that. 90, like 97 Wayne's not what inspired me. I got inspired by uh, Carter Three Era Wayne. So not yeah. like Fat Joe Make It Wayne, Make It uh, Rain make it, Wayne. Make it Wayne. Yeah, make it Wayne. Make it Wayne Wayne. You know what I'm saying? But not like you want that kind of Wayne. Still mainstream Wayne though, bro. Like mixtape Wayne is still crack, bro. Like No Ceilings Three is ridiculous, bro. Have you heard BB King freestyle? Yeah. You're I mean, bugging, bro. I don't know, man. I just don't know if he can bring that consistently. Trust me, with with me, he would have to bring that consistently. Or I would hate to say I could. I would hate for there to be a situation where I bar out my idol. I need him to go complete ape shit. I want him to destroy me on my own song. But um, just to keep this going, um, ski mask because he would make me wrap my ass off, and um. I feel like I could make a really hard song with Tory. Tory Lanez? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like not even on some rapping shit, like on some like R&B, like toxic with no accountability, just... So you're trying to go that Drake views route. Yeah, just about, or like, still like in the Drake vein, but like Marvin's Room slash like cameras type shit. Dom doesn't know about that. He doesn't like Drake. He likes Eminem. So. I'm a huge Drake I mean, fan, but he, ignore He's him. a Slim Shady fan. Bro, he's beige, bro. He, he loves Drake. He has a Drake tattoo. Oh, I didn't know that. It's just Drake's like face just I on his back. I didn't know that. Did you I know, know that? We kind of talked about it. I said he had an OVO tattoo on his ass. I did not know that. On your ass, too? Damn. <laughs> Do you post that on your OnlyFans? Yeah. I uh, make sure you guys subscribe to my OnlyFans at OVO Buttcheeks. And... <laughs> Hey, we and need make sponsors, sure, so... And make sure you guys use Band 2021 uh, to get my 15% discount on my OnlyFans. It's really just me standing still with my OVO tattoo. Uh, Making a clap? No. You need a plastic bag? Wow. <laughs> to rack up on that This nigga is disgusting, bro. Brett is standing in a straight face with practice on in the background. <laughs> no, listen. So this is, man. All right, so Christian... I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I know somebody, bro, and I went through my Snapchat, and this girl was like, "Yeah, she got OnlyFans. Check it out." And I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yo, dude, oh boy, no, because oh boy's like my homie." I'm like, "She, I ain't got nothing to hide." Keep scrolling, <laughs> bro. The nigga was supposed to be my homie, bro. This nigga got an OnlyFans too, bro. And he's turned back at the camera like this with his ass out. I was like, wait. I was like, wait, bro. I had to DM her. I'm like, yo. We don't have a code for that. I was like, yo. What the the fuck are y'all on? No, listen. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all on? She's like, yeah, I post on OnlyFans. I post like whatever. Like nudes, like all this, like square videos, all crazy shit. I'm like, what do you have my nigga out there posting? She's like, oh, he just posts like butt stuff. And I'm like. In my mind, I'm like, yo, wait. I was like, 
is this is this nigga okay? Like he just randomly woke up one day. Like I'm talking about, bro, homie. Never mind. Bro. I'm not. Seven I'm not gonna bring. Morning, I'm not gonna bring. Sun wakes me. I'm, oh. not, I'm not gonna bring up like that. But I'm like, hey, no. Most wait. people don't know what that reference is, man. That's, nah, that's, 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 that's the real one's gonna get it. The real hey. one's gonna get but it. But I was man. like, what the fuck, bro? And she's like, yeah, he trying to make some money. He just posts himself working out, showing his butt, and I'm like. Okay, hey man, to each his own. Like, that's how you want to make his cash. Now she's opening up the closet. Closet. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like we're in a day and age where pretty much anyone will do anything for money, and it's acceptable, no matter what it is. As long as money holds like the supreme value in anyone's lives, like it does right now, literally anyone will do anything for money, and it's crazy. I mean, some people just like being naked. Right? Some people do, man, and that's fine. But at some point in time, man, like. I don't know. I feel like we're starting to value skills a little bit less or starting to value certain things less and other things more. And because we're in that like shift, right? It's just like inconsistency and chaos everywhere. I mean, you know what so, I mean? So, so Christian, as a counterpoint, like, well, before we get to that as a counterpoint, like it's hard to really value most things when like you can't really do anything right now. Because like, bruh shit's not open the way it was before and if it is open it's under like restrictions like hell can't go anywhere for the most part ain't shit to do but be at home some people aren't even like working and or need to find something that like satisfies them in life or like the gratification from like another person so shit why not get naked on the internet shit motherfuckers out here getting naked for free anyway absolutely why not get paid for it that that brings me to my next point so christian where do you draw the line at in your career when it comes to like money? Like a lot of artists out here, as you've probably seen, they they get into these situations where money gets involved and they have to change up a lot about themselves for the money. Um where do you draw the line at, bro? If somebody came to you with the bag, bro, I'm talking about the bag, like the six nine bag, and was like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they came, that they came at you with the bag. with the six nine tremendous bag. That is a tremendous. But the only bag. thing that the only thing is, you'll no longer be true to like your your creative process, your art to yourself. Really, like is that even something that you'd even like consider? Because honestly, like I, I know I'm asking you this question, and I'll, I'll say my piece on it too. But I'm just curious because I feel like a lot of people would say that they wouldn't. But being put in that situation will really test you and change your change your view on that. See, honestly, I've already done this shit for free. Like at a point for like a while actually. I can't even say at a point because I just started like really getting a bag off of it. So like I was doing it for X amount of time completely for free. Not even for like the hope of me getting on or like the hope of like getting any kind of recognition. It was just as like an outlet. So with that being said, with it still being my outlet, cause like, I do this like as a release and as a way to get out like the feelings and like aggression or just like anything that I'm feeling through like my own mental state. I, I couldn't bro, like I can't I feel restrict I my, my personal freedom. I'll never be in a position where I'm fine giving up my personal freedom or like my creative freedom. So. Fuck them in that bag. 
honestly. I respect that a lot. Honestly, I respect that a whole bunch. See, most people they they just don't they don't think like that. They just want to get the money. They will, they have they could be bought. So they, they want to get the money and then be like, I'll figure it out. Right. They only they only look at the short term, like, and that's the money. They don't think about you know a year from now, two years from now, whatever it's gonna look like in the future. They're just like, cool. I'm about to get a couple bands. All right, whatever. Well, I see it, bro. Millionaire or not, you can still be <laughs> dead inside. Yeah, yeah. Like you see, can be broken and happy and rich and happy. So, man, there's more sad and depressed millionaires and billionaires than there are people that don't really got money like that. Money does not equate to happiness. At not all. at all. It is, I mean, it's just energy that you're putting out. Like, it's a means to get out of, like, situations that you're in. Like, I can't even say it's not, but, like, that's not, like, the key to happiness. Truthfully, I don't, I feel like there's not a necessary, uh, not necessarily a key to happiness. Like, you have to find it through whatever way you find it, but there's not, like, a guaranteed route. Especially not through, like, any kind of currency or gratification through other people. So, I want to, I want to ask this, because we, we like to talk about um, mental health a lot. On this podcast, or just in general, we got big right on checking here for it. Yeah, right. So I want to ask you: This year, you know, quarantine, obviously, twenty twenty sucked. How have you been taking care of you? Honestly, the same thing I'm doing now. The same thing I was doing in twenty nineteen, um, part of twenty eighteen. I still like see my therapist but as far as just like me taking care of myself it hasn't changed much like i'm kind of like not as proactive about it as i should be like i never have been like i kind of don't do anything about it personally until i'm at the fucking edge and then it's like oh (laughs) this could end really fucking badly i should probably do something but I never realized that I should until like that night comes where it's like, oh, this almost was the like checkout. Like that's it. <laughs> yeah. Do you let some of that like do you let it out in your music like when you write or? Man, I let it out in music, but truthfully, I find um, that's not my most uh, therapeutic outlet. Okay. Like um, I was seeing my therapist and like just telling her about like all the stress that I have to deal with outside of music and then that led into the stress that I deal with in music and she suggested that I find another outlet and suggested cooking so I started cooking my ass off like whenever I would like feel stressed out and like I knew music was not gonna help because that's part of the stress I would just cook some super random shit I have no type of formal training I would just be kind of drunk and have what I need and I would just make some cool shit so what are you making, man? Man, give us a recipe. I ain't about to give you this. You hit it with like the saison. Yeah, got this uh, fried oh, bologna oh, recipe. <laughs> uh, shit, you take two pieces of bologna, you fry them. Oh my god! <laughs> Not real. Oh, oh, that's that's, that's, what are you making? Oh, yeah, bro, that's that's black Air Force energy. You definitely crack cards in your spare time, bro. All but. the time, me and Dom. That's why y'all do racks at holes in them. I've so, actually seen dude, Christian. Like <laughs> I've actually seen Christian uh, prepare a special treat one time. He actually took a whole bunch of pizza rolls and cooked them with a lighter. <laughs> Don't you ever play with me like that, ass. Uh, actually, no, you were there for part of this. Um, I make these. Um, they're like pan-seared shrimp with like a jack-infused butter glaze, and then I um, 
I kind of freak it a little bit and like crust it in Parmesan. Bro, did you eat that by yourself or you cook that for a, for a lady? Cause it might you might need to whip that out on a date. Man, I shit. Bro, have you not heard of hotel like chill whatever out. that may be? <laughs> exactly. Plug it again. Plug it again. <laughs> nah, we had like a little like. It was like a little get together. I don't even think it was for like anything special. Like motherfuckers were just at like the spot that like we all used to collectively be at. And like on the way there, I stopped to get like four pounds of shrimp. Came by, seasoned it up real good. I marinate and season in the alcohol. Like that's what most people like really don't do. But like, as I said, no type of formal training. So. Season in the alcohol, marinate the alcohol, cook it in the alcohol, and I don't necessarily cook all of it off. So by like the fifth one, you're drunk as hell. <laughs> so you can get full and drunk in the course of one meal. It's a great time. It sounds like a pretty good, pretty good time. I, outside of music, man, um, I, I've been peeping your Instagram a little bit, bro. It looks like you're you're into fashion a little bit, man. Tell us a little bit about. See, he's got about, the off whites. Yeah, but tell us a little bit about like what's what's on what's on the top of your head right now, man. Because uh, we we actually had we actually had this person come through to the yes. to the show and do an interview, man. Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, my guy. Actually, I'm wearing a I'm wearing this sway hat right now. Uh, so I'm not necessarily into fashion per se. Like I'll like I'll buy some shit that I like, obviously. So yeah. like these and like other things, but like. I've been getting like really into modeling this year. Like really, I took off a lot of this year, at least like consistently dropping music. And I just kind of focused more on like building a portfolio and like reaching out to brands and all that. Plus, little known fact, Dorian actually is the reason I got on my very first show. Like my very first show ever was because of him. Yeah, walk us through that. Tell us about that. And so he was, um, Helping my cousin, like, I think this was, like, summer, yeah, it was definitely 2016, it was about, like, August, I'd say. I had gone over there for something, I don't remember what it was, but, um, he was there, he was helping my cousin, like, start to work on her brand at a time, and we had just kind of been talking and everything, she had told him that I had started making music and everything, and then he was like, oh, I can get you on your first show, and I was like, yeah, whatever, nigga. Like, I really didn't believe it. Because, like, I know with a lot of this music shit, like, motherfuckers will hype you up about something and it'll never materialize. Yeah. So, he told me that. I kind of brushed it off. He ended up designing a shirt based off of, like, some random shit that was going through, like, my 20-year-old mind at the time. Like, I think it was, like, an extended tee with, like, a red Gengar on it. Shit looked really trash. I ain't gonna Like, it was the worst idea I've ever come up with ever in my fucking life. But he brought it to life for you? Yeah, I mean, he hated it too. <laughs> but like, he still did it. And then about two weeks later, he asked me what I want to be on, like, what my name is, like, as far as like my stage name. They still got it wrong, but I mean, I was on the flyer, so I was happy. And a few more weeks go by, end up at fucking Water Bowl in Muncie for For The Fans 2. And that was my very first set ever went so, fucking horrible <laughs> you forgot words it's not that I forgot words it was just like I had my girlfriend at the time with me Dom you know her we ain't gonna like say the name but you know who I'm talking about unfortunately yeah she kinda sucks but 
her. Hold the joke. No, I'm <laughs> I mean, if we up there, I mean, could, could we beat the name possibly? Wait, wait. Are do they know her? I don't. I don't Damn. Know. All right, it's not gonna be as funny thing because y'all know her. But <laughs> anyway, so you never know. She might listen to our podcast one day, thinking like, "Man, this shit is fire." Oh, they got they got yeah. Christian on here. Oh. Oh, there's my name. Yeah, y'all gonna fuck around and give me three pieces again. But <laughs> oh shit! By but, her, her cousin? No, by her. Oh, oh damn! No, we good. Heavy we handed good. motherfucker. But we good. So she was like drunk as hell, hopped on stage while I like I jumped into the crowd just like initially, just like performing like with people that were in the crowd. She was on the stage and mid verse, she would like pull me into her and shit, and I'm just I'm looking back at her like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm missing half my verse because she's drunk as hell and just trying to be all over me and shit. But I kind of got, like, my satisfaction after my set because she was, like, on the swing set. And then she kind of fell. And all I heard was a fucking... Shit. That's what she gets for fucking up your set. I laugh my fucking ass off, bro. My set was going to be trash regardless, but she, she made it worse. <laughs> so that, that was a big moment for you, though. Regardless of how it how it landed and if you think it was trash, but that was that was your first show. So tell tell us what was it like leading up to it? I mean, how were you feeling? Only thing I was really concerned about, cause like, I mean, my mindset at the time was like I obviously didn't realize that what I was making wasn't like all that it could be. I thought it was good, and my only concern was really like my outfit, like how was like like how was I gonna look different. For some reason, I ended up doing the entire show in a fucking fedora, no shirt, and a jean jacket. So you're like Neo, or like one of those old school R&B niggas then. Was that too much of a throwback reference? You said Neo. Damn, that hurt. My bad, bro. That hurt. I mean, you said the fedora, (laughs) no shirt, but a jean jacket on. What'd you expect? You could have at least said some B2K shit. You went Neo, sad ass. Fuck you. Nah, nah, (laughs) nah. We went Neo. It's cool, though. But what... So I should have had that. Oh, yeah, Mars. See, I can take Bruno Mars. You said fucking Neo, bro. I mean, yeah, Neo's a hitmaker. That's like I'm looking like I'm watching Beyonce. And I'm so sick of us. (laughs) No, bro. That's a comedy. It's all toxic. They probably thought you was gonna sing when you first went up there, bro. Yeah, nah, that ass. That's you like, yeah, bro. Like hearing your music, and then it was all toxic. It was all toxic as hell. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We did not expect this shit from a nigga with a fedora and a denim jacket on. <laughs> I'm blatantly like performing songs about cheating on who I'm with with her right behind me. And she's dancing to it. That's some yes. hey, that's some baller ass <laughs> shit right there. She's shit. turning up to the music. She thinking you're talking about another girl. Nah. Nah, she just We need dumb. some we need to have a moment of self reflection. That's shit's about you. Bro, I, I kid you not, like if it had Maybe I not, that's why I got hit. <laughs> Lucky. Had I not met you and actually heard your music before and I saw you on the stage, like, I probably would have been like, this nigga is going to, like, apologize to us once he gets done with it. Sorry, like, he's gonna, No, like, he's going to turn up and then at the very end, he's going to be like, I'm sorry. And just, and just walk the fuck off the stage. Like, yo, what the fuck? This motherfucker just turned up everybody, bro. Just went crazy, bro. And then just came down and was like, Walk the fuck out. Drop the mic. Walk out the stage. Hey, on an off night. If you do that shit, bro. If you do that shit in the show, bro, please record it. I just want you to turn that bitch up. Can I have this band aid colored nigga as the back, like a background dancer? (laughs) Hey, he's got a silk shirt. He could go right. He definitely knows how to dance. Especially if you do your first show off the open. Yeah, like body glitter on and shit. (laughs) That was in uh, Honey (laughs) Two. 
That is the Damn. worst. Yeah, and we got to we stop fucking with Dom, bro. No. Like, he's literally talking tonight. I'm putting in work, bro. He's over that here. That is the worst. Bro. Working on trying. Oh, my God. My boy. Hold up. What's Maybe. worse? Honey 2 or Step Up 2? Ooh. Nigga, Step Up 3 was hey, the best the streets? The streets? The streets? Hey, 2 plus 2 is for the what? Streets was the best one, bro. Like, when the niggas was dancing in the rain, he did that little thing, everybody bounced off the ground. Bro. What that shit killed me. That... That I was in that movie, movie theater lit, boy. That movie had everyone trying to go to those parties and do dance moves. Yep. No one, none of us niggas could dance. Bro, step oh, up over there, I'm watching and shit. <laughs> bro, step up three in Omaria, I had niggas dancing in a, and Ray J had niggas dancing in a rain. In a rain, bro. No, bro, bro. Don't, don't let one witch come on. I'm outside. If I had one witch. Bro, outside, fucking. <laughs> with his fedora and the bro. denim hat on. With some Jabol jeans. <laughs> And an orange wife beater. Speaking of Jabos, I can't wait for the Swaybos. Swaybos? I told him I need the pink straps. Swaybos will be hard. But nah, man, like on on a real note though, like Christian, we appreciate you coming out, man. Um, And and kicking it with us, bro. You're definitely a friend of the show. Whenever you want to come through, let us know. Send us that link for the music. Um, And yeah, man, we're definitely going to share it, man. Appreciate your energy today. Before we let this man go, I yeah. got some rapid fire shit for him. We gotta settle some band debates tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we got some band debates. So to start, me and Dom have been going back. I think we've all been going back and forth with this, but this is uh, I, I need to know. As wait, a creator, wait, can I ask you something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. What's up? So why do you wait for me to like wrap it up? Because <laughs> 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 we're forty minutes. No, no, but I don't. But then for you to like unwrap it. That's like, that's kinda it's kind of like when so, you when you zip the Ziploc bag and it doesn't go all the way. Shelby's the little kid that just plays she, with. Hey, Shelby saw a little crevice. He said, <gasps> <laughs> "No, I want." He's to a kid that pops oh, the bubble wrap. I wanted bro. to settle some debates. We gotta we gotta let, get some shit cleared up right now. All right, so, all right, we got Christian here. Make sure you stand fire. on these words, Shelby. Be quiet, beige. Calm down. Bro. All right, cornbread. Oh damn beans? Nah, beans? beans no more. Nah, we, yeah. We're not doing beans no more? Nope. Alright, cool. Right. Anyways. He's forever known as Yuddas, bro. That nigga named the Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, Christian. So we gotta settle some debates. Country crock color motherfucker. Alright. You like Starburst? Of course. Rank your favorite flavors right now. Okay. My bad. Pink, red. He's a normal person. So you can just stop right there. Yellow and yellow and orange are like interchangeable. We really don't give a fuck about them. Bro, orange is the fucking last. Thank one. you. Orange is Thank you. Trash. Hey Shelby, why it's don't okay. you tell him yours? This is the exact opposite. Orange. You like that citrusy bullshit? That nigga yeah, loves orange. He goes. I'm he goes. Hey, I'm gonna stand yellow, by my shit. I'm gonna stand by my orange, shit. Orange. This nigga's been red quiet all and doesn't night, eat. But I'm oh, bro, he definitely likes pulp in his orange juice, crack cards. Wear a do rag with no waves. This dude literally. Got holes no, no, no. I've seen. No, I've actually ran into Shelby paying for his phone at Kroger before. That's the tell. That just tells you no, what kind of guy. Right now. No, no, yeah. I've seen this man swiping, swiping a minutes card hey, at Kroger hey, and self checkout hey, as bananas, hey, and that's go, how you knew he was really trying. Anybody that knows me, I go to Walmart. I got a new name for Shelby, bro. I got a brand new name for him. Yeah. We're just gonna start calling this nigga Smart Guy. Smart guy. Because he looks like Taj Mari from Motherfucking Smart Man. <laughs> can't unsee it. Can't. Hey, you asked for you you. This is the this is the shit. It's that a hell of a life from as a TJ Henderson, super intelligent, flying <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yo, brother is smart. Face ass. Fuck. Nigga, smart guy. 
God, I need this laughter. This nigga's a and smart guy. Look here, this is, this shit happens every time we record. Somebody gets roasted, whether it's me, this nigga, this. They dude. call me Richie Redbone, bro. <laughs> Richie Redbone. These niggas you know what? Who is? Like I feel some type of way. That's what man. Pause off the string. But they I don't, don't pause even, ever, bro. I don't. I'm even, the only nigga that pauses on this on this show. I really don't even know how. How we even came up with that? It's been so long since we we did it. It really don't matter. We don't gotta go back to the. We have another band debate debate to to settle right here. Okay, I'm here. All right, gift cards on the first date: a go or no go? Alright, there are some factors here. There's no factors. It's gift card on the first date. First date. Where is the restaurant? Doesn't matter. Fogo de chao. If you got a gift card, are you throwing it down on the first date? Do I have to make it awkward and throw it on cash with the gift card? Yeah, gift no. card or nothing? Gift so card it's just straight gift card. Gift card covering the tip too. Oh, bro, I'm. Pause. Bro, I'm. <laughs> Fuck. I told y'all niggas. Don't you ever, don't you ever look me in my eyes and tell me to cover the tip? <laughs> I said pause. Bro. I said the gift card covers the tip. Bro, you gotta finesse that shit. Throw that bitch down backwards. Yeah, like you just see the strip, bro. Hey, none, none of us fucking thought of that. Yeah, she not gonna know. She's like, oh, he banks with somebody else. Yeah, I. <laughs> Foreign bank. It's the bank of Ruth Chris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you caught me on an off pay week. <laughs> okay. And then the next question is, if you're dating somebody and your significant other wants to get a girlfriend. Are you okay with that? Do I get to be too? Sure. If I get to be, I'm fully okay with that. Now, if she wants to get another boyfriend, are you okay with that? I'm beating his ass. Pause. <laughs> pause. In this context, that's a pause. <laughs> Why'd you set you, him up like that? I told you, bro. You really right. just set him up like that. That's cool. Double though. standards and being toxic all into 2021. So we got one more year. Okay. Nah, even past that. One more we, year. We got. We got to see he how it goes. Into 2021. Oh, they said it. So he's got 30. He's got like 27 more days left to be oh, tossed. Oh, nah, it's, it's still going after Wait, that. So, so you know how you reverse that? Somebody asked you like, so if your girl wanted another girlfriend, would you would you be cool with that? Be like, no. But what if your girlfriend wanted another boyfriend? Be like, sure. You win, bro, because your girlfriend's not gonna want another boyfriend. She's gonna want another girlfriend. I'm not rolling, bro. She want another boyfriend. She can. All right, cool. That's not my girl no more. And then I'm cracking her sister, her best friend. She hates. <laughs> if her mom wanted, she getting it too. Yeah, you fucking her mama. Bro. This man's going around the house. Bro. He's yes. got the family package. Yes, the Christian Taylor family package. It's and you can get a 15 percent discount if you use our code Band. 2021. Band 2021 for the Christian Taylor uh, family package. Just use the code. If it doesn't work, send us a DM. We'll work it out from there. Yeah, we'll and we out. are also the sponsors of Goat Skin Condoms. So if goat skin. They're, they're, uh, they're like, if, yeah, if you're allergic to latex. I yeah. thought it was lamb. Oh, yeah, it's lamb. My bad. Like, damn, nigga. Hey, sorry. Take that back. We are the official sponsors of Lamb Skin Condoms. So if you are looking for lambskin condoms because you're allergic to latex, which I know that that's a real thing out there, um, use our code, um, BEAR2021. That is B-A-R-E 2021 for your discount on lambskin condoms. Can I get an add-off real quick? Yeah, go ahead. 
So, if you're looking for toxic music with no accountability, please search Christian Taylor on all streaming platforms. And as a side note, if you are allergic to latex and don't want to wear lambskin condoms, please join us in Sushi Gang. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you started this. Oh my god. This hey. nigga did not disappoint when he said right. that. Right. Sushi right. Gang, bro, it's, it's toxic, raw dick. With no accountability, all 2020, 2021, and further. <laughs> Man, Christian, you definitely set the bar when you when you came here. I warned you. You warned us. You did. You did, and you brought the energy that we were looking for. Man, I'm excited. Thanks for coming out tonight. Man, thank you for having me. For yeah, real, of for course. Real. You got a la- any last minute, you know, words for our fans, your fans? Um, you guys are great as far as my fans and the band fans. Once again, thank you guys for having me. You guys are fucking awesome. I'd love to come back. Uh, hotel on all streaming platforms right now. Run that the fuck up because we need these streams out here. Official video coming very soon. We already started working on it. And Canada uh, coming, I think, in about two and a half weeks. Okay, bye. No. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for all the love you give the show, man. man Definitely welcome to- back anytime. Uh, this is Band in America, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. That was Christian Taylor, and uh, we'll be back.